As a mom, you wear a lot of hats, and sometimes it seems like you're going in a million directions at once. At the 29-Minute Mom, we want to give you the tools to bring it all under control and reach your highest potential. If you give us a few minutes, we'll help you find those extra hours you need every week to achieve balance and satisfaction in everything you're trying to get done. The 29-Minute Mom. It's time just for you. And now, here's your host, life's organization expert, author and coach, Jennifer Ford-Berry. Hey, 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 sisters out there. Today, we are going to talk about something that many of you might be struggling with, and that is your ability to focus. I have seen this a lot. Um, A lot of my clients have trouble staying on task, and they've told me that they feel like over the years, they've gotten worse at focusing, and they think that they now have ADD or ADHD. I don't know which one. But we often um, talk about this in our sessions because it can be a real obstacle to getting organized and to being productive. So that's what I'm going to help you with today. We're going to give some tips and hopefully it's going to help you, you know, realize that you can do something about your ability to focus. You know, we all have times when we find it difficult to focus and it's easy to let our minds wander. But if we use this as an excuse every day, we will never get anything done or reach our goals. So this is something important that you focus on, right? Increasing your intention span will fundamentally help you become a better organized person. You'll find that you get things done faster with fewer errors if you focus all your thoughts and energy on one single task at a time. So number one, make it a habit to write and follow lists. And I'm not talking lists all over the place and post-it notes and notes in your phone. I'm talking one home for all of your to-dos. And then maybe each night before bed, you just look at that master list and you make a list for the next day just for maybe up to five things that you need to get done. I know that sounds crazy because as moms, we want to get like 25 things done a day, but it's not always possible. And then we go to bed feeling really bad about ourselves. So if we can make a list the night before of five things that we want to get done and we nail all five, then by all means, go back to your master task list and grab a couple more. There's nothing wrong with that. But I think by having a plan, when you wake up, you'll, you're able to rest more peacefully, knowing you have a plan to help you get through your day with direction and purpose. And it helps you stay on task. So if your mind starts to wander, you can come back to the list and remember what you're trying to accomplish. There's nothing worse than, you know, sitting down um, at your office or getting up in the morning and just kind of want, you know, wasting time because you're not really sure where to direct your focus and energy. So lists definitely do help. Number two, eliminate distractions as much as possible. This is a big one. I see this all the time when I'm working with clients, they'll have their phone on and they're constantly interrupted by that ding or whatever bell or notification sound that you're using on your phone, your email, your social media. And it's a constant 
constant distraction. So if you're a person that has trouble focusing, you want to eliminate as many distractions as possible. Distractions will seriously harm you. Turn off the email notifications, put your phone on silent, close the door, whatever it takes. Even here in my home office, where I do some of my work and some of, you know, all of my recordings, I have a little sign on my door that says open or close so that everybody knows when they come in, if the door is closed and the sign says closed, that means that I'm trying to get something really important done, or I'm in the middle of podcasts and I can't be interrupted. Super important, super fun. I got this um, sign at like dollar general, like it's metal cute black and white. It's so cute, but, um, yeah, it cost me a few dollars at dollar general. So keep your eyes open for something like that, or by all means make one. And, you know, you have to teach the people that are around you, whatever, you know, however you're eliminating distractions that they cannot take it personal. So say, for example, you're in the middle of a work day and your mom tries to call you two times and you're silent or your ringers on silent. Then when you do talk to her, Remember you, we teach people how to treat us so that if she says, well, I try to get a hold of you twice. It's just a simple, remember mom, I'm in the middle of a work day, um, from these hours. So I can't get back to you until after work. Same thing, um, with your family members that, you know, maybe even children, if they tend to disrupt work a lot, just let them know, Hey, text me if it's super important because when I'm working, it's hard for me to answer my phone. You know, if you are interrupted, take a minute. Um, and reach a good stopping point. So you can pick up on your return. You don't have to respond immediately. You know, if you're in a workspace and someone drops in say, Hey, can you give me a minute? I'll be right with you. And then finish your thought or make a note for yourself about where to pick up on your return. There's nothing wrong with controlling your distractions. Number three is take a break when you need it. If you're having a hard time concentrating, remove yourself from the situation and don't think about it for 10 minutes. You can set a timer and leave your desk, your office, the room you're working in, go for a walk, take some deep breaths, do some yoga stretches, um, you know, maybe put on some music for a few minutes, do something else just to get your mind off the task at hand. And maybe then when you go back to it, it'll, you'll feel a little bit more energized and ready to focus. So that's a really, really good one. And, you know, we all need to do that throughout the day. Number four is set a timer. So if you have a task you need to complete, set a goal of how many minutes you will need to focus on the task and then set a timer. So maybe, you know, you have a presentation that you are preparing for and you think to yourself, you know, I'd really like to just focus on this presentation for one hour. I could get so much done if my mind stayed completely focused for an entire hour and you want to set a timer on your phone, or sometimes it's better to have a visual timer, whatever the case may be, know that you're not going to allow any distractions until that timer goes off. That's a really, that's a way that I work a lot. I, if I have to buckle down and get something done, that's kind of tedious. I will set a timer. I'll give myself a set goal and I'm all in until that timer goes off. I don't do anything else. You can work completely diligently 
And when you get done, if the timer has gone off and you still need more time to finish your task, by all means, set the timer again, girlfriend. You don't have to just do it one time. If you decide after an hour, hey, you know what? I'm in the groove. I want to keep going. I'm really focused, which happens a lot when you use a timer, then keep on going, reset it. It may take some practice, but you'll get better and better. I actually love the time timer app. Um, so that is an app that I recommend all the time. You can get it on, it used to be like an actual device and it still is. I have one in my office right now, but you can also do it on your phone now. So it's really cool. Number five, you know, this is one of my favorites, declutter. Clutter is a major, major distraction. So if you're having trouble concentrating in a space, remove the clutter and organize it, which means find a home for everything. So that clutter doesn't return. Anytime you are working in a space that's cluttered, it's definitely going to do, you know, distract you and make it harder to focus. So if you know you have to get some work done or whatever your project is, try to declutter the space first before you start, you know, your, your project or your work, because it will definitely help you. Perfect example of this is, you know, when I come into my office and sit down to work, I have to, I can't sit down to having papers all over my desk. I have to put them all in one neat pile and have clean workspace so that I can focus. And I really want to encourage all of you to do that too. You know, a lot of times I'll, I'll be somewhere and I'll see people have several piles of paper. And when I look at them, they really aren't categorized enough to justify that many piles. So you want to kind of keep all those loose papers in a pile, like a basket, a bin, or at the very least take those piles and kind of, you know, put one horizontally, one vertically and make a cross over and over to stack them up. Maybe use paper clips. Paper is a huge distraction for focus. Big, big, big. Okay. So number six, if you're having trouble getting things done because it's so hard to focus, then consider asking someone to help you through the process. And there, as you work to keep accountable and focus, it could be like, it, it could be a life changer if someone's there to make sure that you're accountable. When you are working with somebody, whether it be a friend or a professional organizer or, you know, organizing coach like me, the, the reason why it works is because you can't go start another project in the middle of that one, because you're accountable to the person that you're working with. It's a great way to really put a dent into a big project or get, you know, move the needle in a, in the correct direction. If there's something that you've been wanting to do for a long time. Number seven, set a regular bedtime and wake up call. So Basically, you want to kind of get your body into the same sleep routine and the, that will help you stay focused during the day. We all know when we've had those days where we had a bad night's sleep, it's even more difficult to focus. So um, even too much sleep, honestly, can affect your ability to focus as weird as that sounds, but a regular bedtime and wake up routine is very important. If you're finding that your brain is having a hard time focusing, this is also why it's so important for kids to have proper bedtime routines so that they get enough sleep and can focus the next day during school. There is, um, well, I'll get that, get to that in a second. So number eight is eat balanced meals 
that give you energy and help you focus. A big heavy meal during the day, for example, will make you feel sleepy. And if you're sleepy, it obviously is harder to stay focused. Lots of sugar or caffeine can give you bursts of energy, but it also will make you, you know, feel like crashing later. So keep that in mind when you're eating, especially during a busy work day or a busy school day. Again, it just reminds me of how important it is for kids to have the proper meal during a school day, because many kids have so much trouble focusing. And also on the side note, um, I have found some really good supplements to give people for focus. So check that out. Um, one of them is from nature's sunshine and it's focus something you can Google it. And I even just found some really good focus supplements at Costco a couple of weeks ago. So, Hey, can't hurt. Right. Oh, also if I want to stay really energized and focused, I use essential oils a lot. I'll just put them on, you know, there's different ones and I feel like I can go to work and get, get a lot accomplished. And number nine is set aside 10 minutes each day for reflection. This will give your, your mind time to wander so that hopefully you can concentrate better when it's time to focus. And if you start thinking about things you need to do, you can have a notebook next to you and write those down for that daily task list. This is great to do first thing in the morning when you wake up and you are maybe having like your tea or your coffee or whatever you do in the morning. And you can kind of sit down and just let your mind wander. And I find when I do that, it's like, I always get really clear about what I want to accomplish that day. And that's when I do my best thinking for how I'm going to tackle the day. So I always have a notebook next to me to write down some ideas and to make sure that, you know, I can just do that brain dump basically. And don't make the mistake that I've done sometimes where I sit down to do this quiet time and I don't have a notebook because you will end up getting up and trying to find one. And next thing you know, there goes your 15 or 20 minutes of quiet time. <laughs> so don't make that excuse. Also some just quick side tips is that exercise can increase focus and decrease hyperactivity. It burns energy and stress and sharpens your thoughts. And it, you know, it's just really, really helpful. A lot of people that I've worked with in the past, these tips do work and it does help them to feel like they're staying on task more and for longer periods of time, but you need to know, you know, your, your limits. So maybe you work on something for say two or three hours and you feel completely exhausted where somebody else could work for five hours. That's okay. If you know your limit, you stop at your stopping point, give yourself a break. That's, there's nothing wrong with it. So also just, um, if you're listening to someone else speak in like you're in a conference or you're in some sort of educational setting and, or even at work and you feel yourself drifting, nod your head slightly just to remind yourself enough that you are listening. So that's a nice little trick to try. Just give your head a little nod or a slight, you know, nod to the left or nod to the right. And it will remind you that you're actually supposed to be paying attention. And when you feel your focus slipping, you know, give yourself a goal. So if you start to feel like, Hey, I'm kind of tapping out right now, push yourself for five more minutes or five more tasks, or, 
if you are a student, five more, you know, math problems, whatever the case may be to help you finish. If you could tell yourself, Hey, I know I want to quit right now, but if I give myself just five more minutes, I can get farther. You might even be able to do five more minutes after that, but try to stretch yourself, try to push yourself, try to also take big tasks and break them into small bite-sized pieces because it's easier to focus on a tiny task than a big overwhelming project. I was just at one of my clients houses the other day and she'll know if she's listening that this is her, but we were working on a, um, clot. We had, we have like a backstock closet in her hallway where we have all the extra medications and bath supplies. And, um, what else do we have in there? Like products, shampoo, conditioner, face wash, razors, nail polish, you, you name it, things that don't need to be in the everyday bathroom space. And it's all labeled and organized. And we were doing a purge where, you know, every so many, um, usually like twice a year, I, I really like to do a sweep through every space. So we were doing that maintenance purge and we had been doing it for a couple of hours. <laughs> and she literally says to me, this is the part where I want to quit. I don't want to do it anymore. And I said, I know, I know that about you. And it's because we're, we were at the end where, you know, when you're sorting an area out and there's like, okay, I know where this goes. I know where that goes. And then there's like these little hodgepodge miscellaneous things that you're just not sure what to do with. We were at that part. So now her brain is tired and it's not fun anymore. It wasn't like a clear cut category. It was like miscellaneous and she just wanted to tap out. She's just like, I'm done. I don't want to do this anymore. And I said, I get it, but let's go for 10 more minutes. And we were able to finish the closet 10 more minutes. And I said, because if we finish the burst of energy and that burst of accomplishing a goal is so much more powerful than the negative talk that's going to come from quitting. So when you want to quit and your brain says, I'm ready, I'm tired, I want to quit, push yourself a little farther if you're so close to reaching your goal, because you will feel so much more energized when it's over. It might totally suck while you're in the middle of it, but on the other side, it's something that you can completely check off your list. Otherwise, if you don't finish a project and it's 75% done, you can't actually cross it off your list and it will nag you to no end and it will drain your energy and it will increase negative self-talk, which is mental clutter. So you got to be very careful of that. And if you just feel like you cannot focus at all, even though you've tried all these tips I've mentioned and you still just feel like something's off or something's wrong by all means, you know, consult a professional because there might be something going on and I'm not a doctor, but like I said, I talked to a lot of people that have this problem of focusing. So I hope that these tips helped you today. And, you know, I've, I've been kind of changing it up here on the 29 minute mom for 2022 and our sixth season, because I really want to make sure that if you're struggling with clutter, that I'm here to help and not only, you know, helping the people that I see on a daily basis, but now being able to help people no matter where they're located. And it's important to me. So I don't want you to feel like you're alone. I don't want you to feel like there's something wrong with you. These are very common, um, the things I talk about on the show are very common to other women. You're not the only one feeling like this. And I'm saying that because from working with so many people in person with my coaching and with my organizing services, this is what I hear from women. 
they do feel like they should be better at something or that something's wrong or, you know, whatever the case. And they don't feel like they want to talk about it because they're embarrassed or they feel like everybody else has it all figured out. And that's just simply not the case. It's not the case. This doesn't come easy for everybody and that's okay. But the good news is there's a lot of help out there to help you. And, um, I want to make sure that I'm offering that as to you, my listeners, as much as possible. I hope that this episode and episodes like this are, you're getting something out of it and they're, they're helping you and they're inspiring you. And they're bringing that, you know, inspiration, organization, and education that is the whole entire mission of the 29 minute mom. So please, please sister, if you got a minute, do me a huge favor, leave me a review, leave me a comment. I usually don't ask for reviews and I often, you can probably tell, forget all about it because I'm so excited to just serve you with good content that I completely forget, but I need those reviews to, you know, keep going with this show and to spread it out to more and more people. So if you have a mom that, you know, or even just a woman that, you know, that needs the show, please share it. And let me know what you're thinking. I, I love to hear back from the audience. You could always reach me at jenniferfordberry.com. And if you are looking for help with, you know, just somebody to keep you up accountable to staying on task, getting projects done, reaching goals, maybe starting a new business, um, going after a big dream, by all means, reach out to me. This is what I do every day. It's my passion. I love it. I love working with women just like you. I'm here. There's so many, you know, courses and you know, we have a brand new discovery call that's totally free. And we also have online coaching. So feel free to go to jenniferfordberry.com and just shoot me an email. I can't wait to hear from you. I hope you're having a blessed, awesome day. And I'll be back again next week. Take care. Hey, sweet friend. Are you tired of feeling overwhelmed and burned out? If so, I totally get it. As moms, we have so much on our plates. It's not easy to take care of everyone, keep up with your to-do list and find time for ourselves, but it can be done. All you need is a step-by-step -step plan and a system that works. Plus some extra encouragement and accountability doesn't hurt either. That is why I want to formally invite you to my brand new coaching program, The Created Order Neighborhood. The neighborhood is for women just like you that want to live a life of order, calm, intention, and purpose. I promise you, sister, you are not alone in your overwhelm. All you need to do is to decide to move into our community today, and I will help you find more space, time, energy, and money to live a life of purpose and contentment. Just go to my website, jenniferfordberry.com and look for the created order neighborhood. Hope to see you there.